We Choose You. It's a podcast where four wannabe Pokemon masters pick the teams of celebrities, fictional characters, our grandmas, and anyone else who we decide needs a team. Join us as we discuss which Pokemon we think they would use and why they would be a good fit. While fans of Pokemon span several generations, you should know that the generation recording this podcast has been known to swear and make crude jokes, so please listen at your discretion. And welcome to We Choose You, We Choose You and Me. I'm your oldest brother, Anthony. I'm your middlest brother, Chris. I'm your other middlest brother, Nick. And I'm your youngest brother, Zach. And we are are just four, three, four zany brothers that co-host a podcast. <laughs> and this week, we're going to give you advice about Pokemon. <laughs> How am I doing so far, brothers? I'd say pretty good, but it just really hurts my feelings that you always have to stumble to include me as a brother. That's not true. That's not why I was. I was saying three or four because the ho- there's only three oh. in my brother, my brother, and me. You know gotcha. you're my, my brother, brother, my brother, and me. What's that you say? Oh, Zach, I'm so glad you asked. So obviously, we're parodying one of the greatest podcasts of all time, "My Brother, My Brother, and Me." Um, so we can kind of uh, peel that 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 uh, facade away. Uh, and you're actually listening to We Choose You, a podcast where party planning is our specialty. And I am your bug and fighting type specialist. We don't, I guess, have to do the whole intro again. But, um, but yeah, <laughs> Sounds so good. This, <laughs> this week, um, we decided that we are all listeners of the My Brother, My Brother, and Me podcast. So we thought it would be a good time to try and choose a team for one of the McElroy brothers. So, um, if you're not familiar with the podcast, it's Griffin, Travis, and Justin McElroy, who um, uh, have been doing an advice podcast for at least the last decade. They, they've been in the, the podcast game for a long time. Um, they've, they, they've done live shows with the pandemic. They've done virtual live shows. Um, and it's great. It's a hilarious show. Highly recommend. They're, they seem like great guys. Um, and so we wanted to tr- – we, we were debating for a while who – who to do first for who to assign a team first as our honorary trainer. But the consensus was that since Griffin, um, the baby brother, the sweet baby brother, um, actually talks about Pokemon and has like a, a real love for Pokemon. Um, we thought it would be best to, to assign him a team first. And I think we collectively agree, um, that it will probably be the biggest challenge of the three because we know, that he um, he cares about Pokemon and he plays the game, so he 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 has real teams, um, and we're gonna like goofily assign him a team, uh, and so we could be completely off the mark, but um, yeah, we thought it would be the stakes are pretty high here. Yes, and surely we're I'm, going to I'm tag feeling nervous. Griffin McElroy in all of our internet doings with this episode, and I want to hear back from you, Griffin, if you're listening to this. I want to hear. <laughs> yes. If this is an af- accurate representation of who you would pick, well, and it almost see, certainly will not be. <laughs> that's an interesting point because, like, are we assigning 
a team for him aesthetically or are we signing him a team that we think he would use? See, these are the semantics that we need to to make sure we're all on the same page about. So, okay, you're right. That's a good point. I don't think we need to be on the same page, to be honest with (laughs) you. Because if we're looking at it as, like, who he... Knowing he's a Pokemon player, you know what I mean? Somebody he... A team he would use, like, actually use in a game of Pokemon, like, a a game, a match of Pokemon... (laughs) <laughs> or is it somebody in a who battle, if you will. theoretically, if Pokemon were real, would use? Because I feel like those are two different things. That's like, you know true. What I mean? if, if I had a real-life Pokemon, you know, it might be different than I would pick for a competitive battle in a video game. That That so. is very true, but I think I will defer to Chris's judgment that, like, I, I actually am turning around on that. Like, I don't think it will matter. I'm really curious to see, without picking one side or the other, what, what we assign to him. Um... So just a couple things, like I am going to stumble through this intro. I haven't done an intro in a while, but um, as I mentioned, Griffin is the baby brother of this podcast trio. Um, In in the actual semantics of our um, podcast family, that would be more akin to our fire type specialist, Zach. He is the youngest of all of us. That's why I want to hear from you, Griffin. Youngest baby brother (laughs) to youngest baby brother. And, And resident podcast like Pokemaster. Like I would defer that Ooh. that title to Zach as well. <laughs> so I mean I think you two I don't know if I feel a kinship or a rivalry. Like that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um but but other than that, um, you know, there's he's uh, their family originated from West Virginia. Like that's where they, they grew up. Um I believe throughout the the course of the last ten years the um that all of the Macquarie brothers have moved around a little bit, but the last I remember Griffin is a um, a Texan right now. He lives in Texas with his family. Um, and there's just, I would say past that, um, he has a, like a journalist background. So, um, he, he usually brings a lot of the, um, that, that kind of, uh, I guess like, um, what's the word like in, in depth, like knowledge on different things to the podcast in different, different areas. Um, and just in general, I, I feel like, um, that I, I just think that he's one of the people that, kind of brought the three of them together to do a podcast if i remember correctly like him and i think justin were the two that like said hey we should all get together and do a podcast um so that uh, that's just like a brief background nick did you have something you were gonna add i was just gonna add that he's also a 30 under 30 media luminary oh yeah that's Um, true yeah i believe i want to say him and justin did a podcast before with like through polygon oh right yeah I, I think if I might be getting that wrong, I haven't listened to it, but so if I remember way back in the in the first couple episodes, like I believe Travis had never done a podcast before, and they were like convincing him to do it or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's neither here nor there. I was gonna say I think other than that though too, like on top of or I should say, in addition to that, um, maybe I'm putting some <clears throat> words into your guys's mouths, but I, I think that the McElroys are also one of. I would say our inspirations for, for getting, getting this up and going. Like we all kind of started listening to um, the bim bam around the same time. And then like from there, I think we kind of, you know, it planted the seeds in our mind. Like, Hey, we, you know, feel like this seems like a, like a fun project as like a bonding thing between the four of us. And that was one of the reasons they got started too. Um, you know, obviously we're not doing the same style as them as like giving advice, but it, it definitely, I would say like they're, their humor and their their like podcastingness, if that's a word, um, you know, inspired us to kind of get this started. So, 
Yeah, I'll I'll say for me, like I was pretty late to the podcast listening game, and like their podcast was one of the first podcasts I actually listened to, and mm-hmm. now I listen to like I don't know like thirty different podcasts. So. Yeah, but yeah, definitely uh, reading their like their podcasting book is what kind of helped us get started. So basically, we're McElroy simp's is what we're trying to. For some context here, I am only on episode 84 of the podcast. So, like, I'm still way back in the early stages. Um, And I know, obviously, like, we have a couple of, like, other real-life friends that are big fans of the show, too. So, like, I'm familiar with them in, in, like, some of the more recent episodes and famous, like, jokes and skits and stuff. Um, But I definitely would say that I'm probably, like, the least qualified on the show today. And I am probably the next least qualified. I'm on. But you were calling Griffin out. Hey, I know we enough to call. Yeah, you both I know did. enough. I know. I know nothing. I know nothing about your podcast. But I'm not going. Like, no, no, I'm on one thirteen. I know. That's a good way in. I think that's a fifth of the way in, or well, a sixth yeah. of the way in. I think. So I think that's almost about. That's almost about where they recommend listeners to start listening to the show. So yeah, yeah, that's. True. I think I think they're in um, twenty twelve right now. And it's like probably summer, fall of twenty twelve, something like that. So, yeah. Well, and nice. um, and I I'll say Nick actually introduced me to the show initially. Um, and uh, you probably wouldn't hear this phrase used very often, but thanks to COVID, um, I actually like binged through all like five hundred whatever episodes were out. Um, and now I'm like listening to the like new episodes every week because I just like. I, I had I would listen to him while I was at work at home when I was doing chores around the house mowing the lot like what so I like binged through it because I just like fell in love with it so um and I know Nick you're caught up too but yeah I had a similar story I like binged through them all as well just like a couple months before Anthony started it's not like I've been listening for ten years and just now happened to recommend it to my brother yeah <laughs> he waited until it was really good. I waited until about episode 520, 530 or so to like tell my friends about it. No. <laughs> oh, Which yeah. we hope you're not doing with our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's why no one listens Little to do us. you know. <laughs> They're just waiting. They're, like, They're waiting for this These first episode. 100 episodes are going to be kind of rough. So. No, they're just waiting for this one. This is the one, boys. <laughs> this is the one. We're, we're, we're playing the long game here. <laughs> um, I, can I add some facts and like funny things? Hell yeah. Let's so, hear more I, about Griffin. This is, like, straight from, okay, the fandom Wikipedia page. As you guys know, it's one of my favorite websites for whoever we're talking about. Um, So, Nick, I'm not sure if there was a podcast at Polygon. It says here that um, he worked there as a senior video producer. So they could have done some kind of, like, podcast or video series or something. But I I did know that they, him and Justin worked for Polygon. Um, Yep. Polygon definitely has a YouTube channel, I know. Yeah. He, like, did video Um, editing for that. So he, like, is the host of some recurring segments on the show. And, like, this was a spoiler for me. Um, but he hosts the Yahoos. And which, obviously, like, that's a, a huge part of their show is they read from Yahoo Answers and give advice to those people <laughs> asking those questions. But he also was the host of the Monthly Observances, which oh, it says yeah. here is discontinued. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, a little no. bit of a bummer to me. That's a spoiler. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> I'm sorry. Zach, if you're listening to this, Griffin, bring that back. <laughs> they've been trying. Justin and Travis were trying to get it to be discontinued from yeah. the start. So, like, every month, like, 
Griffin will like pick a, a monthly observance, like this National Cheeseburger Month or whatever, something like that, and then they'll just riff on that for like however long, like coming up with different slogans. And it, it's Other, so stupid, but so funny. I, and I don't. I, I should say too. Yeah, I hope I'm not like I'm trying not to say a lot of spoilers, but like if I you know, but wanting to like reference different bits and things. Um, but I know like one thing, like Munch Squad is something that's really popular that Justin started, which I won't say anything else about it if if the, you guys don't know what it is. But um, that would be one of his most famous bits. And it's other than that, I think, like, I'm pretty sure any bit that the three of them bring up, the other two try to get it canceled, like, as quickly <laughs> as possible. Like, I don't think oh. there's any that they all, like, loved. But I think, Chris, one that we probably both know is Travis's Mad Libs. How they both yeah. hate that. Oh, sadly. <laughs> yeah. Sad yeah, yeah. So, so I see funny. I see what you mean. Even though I don't think either yeah. of us probably know what the uh, Munch Squad, what of it? Yeah. Munch yeah, Squad. You'll yeah, get there. You guys I don't know it yet, but, I, but it sounds like that. So. Oh, yeah. You'll love it. Um, I got to say, one of my favorite monthly observances was National Bath Safety Month. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. They're so funny. Um, all right. So some of his favorite topics... Again, this is straight from the fandom page. So um, one one that I think we probably all know and expect is Scott Bakula. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> it literally on the way home, I was listening and they, like he mentioned Scott Bakula in that episode. I was like, oh, that's funny. Um, Carly Rae Jepsen, oh, yeah. um, elevators, pornography for birds, a new <laughs> cool toilet. And then um, I think I have, I don't know if these are like, I don't think they're quotes. That's just like a list of things. So I'm just going to kind of read some of them. Um, like there's a lot of weird shit in here too. Um, so like this first, this one is says, hilarious because some of, some of the stuff is probably things that me and Anthony will yeah, like recognize right. for the show. And you right. only being on episode exactly. 80. It's some of these reading. are going to be like, some of these are just <laughs> random phrases and some of them are a little offensive. So, uh, bear with us and if you have kids listening you should probably turn this off for a second <laughs> fast forward a minute um so like, the first one says he's like a rotisserie shithead um that's from the tv show oh are, okay. yeah are these quotes from the tv show problem that makes it sense. just this, this is all under the personal life section um <laughs> so, nice. he's an advocate of butt punching the come right out ya. <laughs> At two foot three, he's the shortest brother, but piggybacks so dang much it makes him the tallest. <laughs> At eight foot three, he's the tallest brother, but slouches so dang much it makes Travis the tallest. <laughs> His brand slash trademark is Vorboy and eating bananas with the peel. <laughs> yep, that, that'll yep, track. Um, Vorboy. <laughs> he hates being tickled with emu feathers. Okay, I didn't know that. Hey, I think he's been trying to distance himself from the banana video, yes, though, so yeah. he probably would not appreciate us bringing this up. So there's like, there's just a bunch of inside jokes here and stuff. But yeah, that's those are some of the ones that I was like, oh my god. Oh wait, oh. hang on, I skipped one. But there's one. Let me see if I can find it. Um, there's like, I can't find it exactly, but there's a rumor that he is just a river otter that has assimilated into human society. <laughs> apparently i can understand that <laughs> yeah here one. He's secretly that. a river otter that found a pair of glasses and assimilated itself into human society that's under the early life section <laughs> what is this all this is on the fan wiki page fandom yeah fandom.com who is this moderated by <laughs> 
or like who who runs a lot of just like fans of the show all right well yeah i think we should probably get into i was gonna say i i would like i know i did the intro but i i'd like to jump out uh guns blazing I will say in true McElroy fashion, as of late, we're starting the episode about 15 minutes in. That's true, yeah. <laughs> I say that with... We're, we're emulating our I say that with, from the bottom of my heart with enough with as much love as possible. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, and this is another kind of extension of the intro, but one other thing that wasn't necessarily podcast-related about Griffin, but um, his, his public life, he ran this um, video series, I think through Polygon, maybe not Polygon, but... Um, it was called Griffin's Amiibo Corner, and he would <laughs> take the popular Nintendo little like gaming statue Amiibos and would just shove them in his mouth to see how if he could fit them in, and close his mouth, and then he would like rate the taste and the, the like <laughs> oh sensation. It was just like very random, but it was feel. very funny. Um, and so in turn, in that, in light of that, I would like to um, recommend Snorlax because Ooh. Snorlax or okay I, I'll admit I'm gonna kind of offer two up Snorlax or Swalot I, I like was trying to think of Pokemon that put things in their mouth Let and I was like into the ring with those two what about Lickitung okay I could not so much about that it has the tongue so yeah like is there Pokemon that put things in their mouth there's that new like crane one that like spits things out and gets Cramorant things Cramorant, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it gets stuff I was like say Pokemon Pelipper, stuff in its mouth. I was going to say Pelipper. Yeah, Pelipper is like Pretty much but I think Cramorant might be Pelipper. Ooh, I think I like Pelipper a lot. I will say in his Nuzlocke run, I believe he did have a um, Pelipper. Or it, maybe, it not, maybe it didn't evolve. He at least had a Wingle at one point. Huh. I think I prefer Cramorant over... I, Believe it was named Cramorant. Cramorant looks like more uncomfortable, which I feel like is like the aura yes. that Griffin gives out. Yeah, so, yeah, that's it. That's it exactly. I I kind of like Swalot though. Let me search up Swalot. I mean, not not for looks or anything, but just because of like. Well, I guess Stockpile is like swallowing too. So never mind. Swalot is one I was of those Pokemon make... that I just despise for no reason. Like I, just, I was I, gonna, I was just trying to make a I, I was like just trying to make a vor connection week, like one more Pokemon that Zach hates. I don't think There's, I've ever seen some, this Pokemon. I have a list that I just like. And it's not even hate. It's like I totally despise them. I think they're like the stupidest, it's, ugliest things. And I, Chris, it's <laughs> it's Gen three uh, evolves from G- Gulpin. Yeah, I, I, I see that, but I don't. I mean, Funny I know enough, Gulpin, Gulpin's okay. I, I don't yeah. mind. Gulpin. I see. What about yeah? Gulpin would be alright. Wow, it's just awful. Swallow. Well, let's go I with guess, Cramorant, then. I want to get one on the board, so let's do Cramorant. Cramorant can learn, can learn like, stockpile and swallow and stuff, right? I'm sure you can. I'd be surprised if you couldn't. Okay. okay, so that covers the Amiibo Corner and the, like, banana, like, Vore. Yeah, aspect. Vore aspect, yeah. I'm not super comfortable with the energy we're bringing here, like, <laughs> starting out with a Vore-based a <laughs> suggestion, but... I mean that's where we're at. Hey, at this that's point, so. that's Griffin's like whole thing. His 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 famous quote. I'm very uncomfortable with the energy we're bringing to the studio today. That's a Griffin McElroy quote. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's from, from the, the TV, TV show. show. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Oh yeah. So also extension of the intro. My brother and my brother and me did like a six episode series, um, like a TV of a TV show that was on a 
um, random streaming service a while back. But you can still find it on, I think, like CISO or something like that. VRV. I just VRV, yeah. it so I can watch it. Or if I don't know how you say it. Yeah, but, yeah CISO um, is what it was uh, on. But Also, don't forget about his, his podcast, Big Gulp. Oh, yeah, that's the Vore podcast. Oh, I think I think we definitely have to do uh, Cramorant. I like yeah, that big gulp. Me too. All right, let's we'll lock, do it. We'll We're locking Cramorant. I don't know go. that Next. Chris is going to not be super comfortable with this, but I like I have a lot of birds on my suggestion list. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> just just a fair warning. But okay, Zach, you can go. Prepare yourself, Chris. <laughs> I guess oh. not a, not a lot. Like just two, but like we already also put Cramorant on, so that okay. I mean, there'll be three. All right. Hey, just going off. I of appreciate another the famous. Do Another get, famous, like, go ahead, Anthony. Do I get credit for Cramorant? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Continue. Um, I Okay, I don't like that you get credit for it because you didn't even know his name, but I'll let it slide. I just, I knew, <laughs> I had him on my list, like, in my head. I just didn't yeah, know his name. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so another, like, somewhat famous Griffin McElroy moment that I think we should address is the Appy Slices. This is, I think, also from the TV show. But it yes. became kind of a famous so, TikTok yeah. sound, too, that people were using. So, I don't know. It's essentially where <laughs> they're making fun of him, or they're make, really making fun of their dad, Clint McElroy, for, like, babying Griffin. And, like, then he um, he asks him in the middle of them making fun of him, like, do you need anything, Griffin? You doing okay? You want some apple slices? And he's like, of course I want some apple slices, something like that. So, that made me think of Applin. The little Apple Pokemon. Or one of the evolved forms, Flapple. But I, I kind of like Apple because he more so looks just like an apple. Yeah. And it's more baby. And That's it is true. baby. I could get on board okay. with Apple. I don't mind that. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, I'm kind of on the fence about it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I'm, I feel like it, I'm at the point where we should maybe keep it on the table, but I'm not super ready yeah. to lock it in. Like, let's hear some Just because I don't want to lock. Yeah, I don't want to lock everything okay. in. Only hurts early. a little bit. Let's keep going. <laughs> Zach was like challenging Griffin at the beginning of this episode. Like Zach was like, I need all of these on the team. <laughs> I can I do, do one. I was gonna say, let's hear right. some others, but I do. I'm. I like Applin. I think that's a good suggestion. Yeah. Um, I might take a little bit of heat from this one, from a particular host of this show. Um, yeah, that's why we're here. But it's just big Griffin vibes when I look at Probo Pass. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, Honestly, unless if he didn't have the mustache, or if Griffin had a mustache, it would be well, an immediate the nose lock. pass. Nose pass doesn't have a mustache. The reason I picked Probo Pass is because it looks like the like he's wearing the disguise glasses, which just feels like it fits with Griffin. To me. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. am okay. so fucking pissed if we <laughs> put Probo Pass on this man's team, and I didn't suggest it, but I love it. <sighs> okay, Zach doesn't. I like don't. It. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I'm. I'm looking at a picture of Provo Pass. I don't know if I'm sold. Yeah. Well, hold on. It Give me a second because I think I'm yeah. like I'm more flattered by Provo Pass than maybe, and I need to think if I like him on the team or not. You flattered by this mere suggestion of him? <laughs> yes. It doesn't immediately give me Griffin vibes, but I, Chris's explanation does help a little bit with like the glasses. Yeah. And it gives thing. it to me, man. I don't know. I'm only 84 episodes in, so I'm not sold on it. Did you guys know 
Here's my fun Pokemon fact. Did you know that one of Nosepass's abilities is Magnet Pull? And I believe he can also learn Thunder Wave. And there's oh. some weirdness with his nose that's like a magnetized rock or has some kind of magnet pull to it. Interesting. Is, is it electric type or is it just... It's not. It's just rock. But okay. And I like that. I like that. that yeah, he, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's just a cool like tidbit that makes him a unique rock to me. Yeah, but that's, anyways, that's interesting because well, yeah, uh, in Pokemon Go, I believe you evolve him with uh, magnetic lure too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say... Which is probably... generally just for steel and electric Pokemon. Probably, yeah, but he has you can like also that electric evolve... component but not electric type. Mm-hmm. That's hey, this like is kind of a deep like using magnets, yep. right? Like using that's his whole thing, right? And then they made him steal for no fucking reason. But <laughs> this is kind of a kind of like a deep cut, but he always Probopass always reminded me of the like animated magnetic crane thing at Ernie's disposal from the Brave Little Toaster. If anyone's familiar, <laughs> what? I'm sorry to say that. I love it. That, there's for, any, be... for any fans of Brave Little Toaster out there, I don't think go, you can write. Go to back me. to the Ernie's disposal what? scene. Yeah, I need to go terrifying. like Google. I don't. I can't even think of what that. I always thought has he was like the road the cleaners, those like street cleaners, those big machines with the like rolling oh, thing. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, that was oh well, my gosh, I didn't realize how good it was. Holy shit, you're right. Yeah, sorry. I know this is not great for listeners. I just oh, Nick's holding up a the brave little toaster. Up. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I love Probopass, but yeah, I feel like we're all kind of like lukewarm about him on the team. So maybe we put Probopass and Applin together on the table, but not too close, so we don't crush Applin. Sounds like plan. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. I think Nick, have you thrown anyone out yet? Do you want to go next? I can throw two out, but they're both kind of like meta, and I don't know if. We're ne- we necessarily want to go down that route. We would expect but nothing less in, from you. Please, please continue. In Griffin's um, Nuzlocke run that he filmed for Polygon's YouTube, his starter was Fennekin. And I, th- from what I... I didn't watch the whole series, and it was like a while ago when I watched the bit of it that I did. But uh, I know Pidgey was like a fan favorite of that series. He had a Pidgey named Beekman. So either like Pidgey or Fennekin are my th- my uh, suggestions. Pidgey's I respect never... Fennekin as a choice for Nuzlocke because general rule of thumb is that fire starters is the way to go because they're more rare than water or grass types. But I think Fennekin is not the best Pokemon. So I like Pidgey. <laughs> if, if, if it helps, the Fennekin's name was Yiffin. It, eh, <laughs> see, it kind of does, but I don't know. Do I, be- I believe hate, it was a Do you just hate Fennekin or do you actually hate Fennekin too? No, yeah, Fennekin, like it's not a, it's not a. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily hate the Pokemon. I'm just saying of the starter choices, I think Greninja is the most powerful in that generation. But like I was saying, if you're doing a Nuzlocke, there is significant uh, argument to pick the Fire Starter because Fire is a much more rare type in all of the generations. Mm. So you can get that Fire Starter, and then you know, Water is the most common type in like every game. So you know, I, I, I respect it. It's also the strongest. Yeah, well. Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> Fire starters are always the best. I'm not biased or anything. I like bugs. Hey, what can I say? I I would say like I, a lot of the ways that I'm thinking about this is more like I said with like my first suggestions. I'm like I'm thinking of just like Griffin esque things. Like I'm not necessarily thinking of like putting them on his team. So like of those two, to me, Pidgey seems like more of 
his type of Pokemon. Like I don't I'm gravitating to a lot of like Gen One in my head, so I don't know. I, I, I guess I I will say like Pidgey. I was leaning towards Pidgey because like Beekman kicked ass in that series. And like everyone like in the comments and like it was like a big like all the fans loved Beekman. You know what? He was doing a Nuzlocke, so yeah, mm-hmm. I bet Beekman was his first encounter because you're forced to get it a Pidgey was, in that route. I believe you, it was, yeah, it was his first encounter. In the same patch of grass, you always get a Pidgey. It's your first And encounter. I don't well, know how long it, like I said, I didn't watch the whole series. I don't know how long it lasted, but I know it evolved at least once, and it was like, right. it got him out of a couple Damn, of sticky situations. Damn, you have to watch this afterwards. My, my it's only... A, yeah, Pokemon Y, Nuzlocke. Uh, just search Polygon on YouTube. My only hesitation with Pidgey is I had another like very weak Gen One suggestion, and I don't know if Beekman's we want to just like weak, load though. up his team with like Gen One first evolution Pokemon. This is this Pidgey. Can I not also weak, speak though. to Pidgey for a moment, please? Yes. It's a... Do we need to leave the room? <laughs> no. Just leave you and Pidgey alone. But if if, if this man loves pornography for birds so much i'm a little concerned about what's gonna what these birds are gonna be subjected to if we stack his team with them (laughs) yeah but theoretically wouldn't he like that if he's into pornography for birds (laughs) is is he into providing it for them that's what it sounds like (laughs) that's what i'm saying he would want birds birds. that's the problem he wants to please the birds yeah he's just giving them what they want Gotta give the people what they want. <laughs> I do. I like Pidgey, though. I will say that. I just had to. I had to. How about we that out. How get about that off my chest? It. Now my conscience about, is clear. I I was gonna say I knew you were gonna have a little issue with this, Chris, because I mean we've already got two birds on the team if we lock Pidgey, but it's a um, little nervous. Should we? Should that wasn't we even it, my best bird suggestion. Should we do it with the caveat that is a Pidgey nickname Beakman? Should we really? I don't know because, like, I I feel like there's like only one Beakman, you know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's like only one Beakman. Let's just lock Pidgey then. Yeah, this is just a Pidgey like in honor of Beakman. I love it. Okay. Well, right now Griffin's only got Cramorant and Pidgey. Does anyone want to suggest a non-bird type, or should I throw my Gen One out? Go ahead, because my next suggestion is also a bird. Jesus. Chris is steaming. I can see it. Nick Jesus. is not allowed to suggest until us three each bring someone else up. Um, I promise I'm the dark type specialist, not the flying type. So just this is well, a special episode. Going along with that in terms of our specialities, I was thinking of bugs and fighting type, and I had I had a couple a couple bug type that came to mind from Gen 1. One, like I said, was kind of like a weak like Gen 1 or uh, first evolution uh Pokémon. Uh, and that would be Caterpie. I think I'm like referencing back to the anime as well for this, but they kind of showcase Caterpie as just this like very shy, like, I don't know, shy and maybe kind of like awkward Pokemon. But there's something about like Caterpie's eyes and Griffin's glasses and the shyness and the like kind of like social anxiety that he talks about having a lot that I just like liked that pairing. Um, the other one that came to mind which is more powerful even though it's a like starter one um is venonat i i don't know why like venonat was also vibing with me but i can't really give specifics on why they just kind of said griffin to me but those are just a couple suggestions i'll defer to the party i'm vibing with venonat more so i don't really know why 
same. Yeah, for me, like Bye. that. Like if if I'm picking between the two, then Venonat gives me more vibes. But I don't exactly. I can't put a finger on it either. What about hair cross? Nah. Just gonna slide that in real quick. Anyway. Honestly, I mean, it's better than. I think it's better than the other two, but okay, I don't. Well, fuck yeah. you. We already mentioned Provo Pass. Anthony's now brought up Heracross. It's only a matter of time before Buzzwolf gets mentioned. <laughs> it's Which coming. brings me to my next oh. point. Well, I think um, we're all kind of lukewarm on those two. Um, can I present one that I feel like is going to be a banger? Let's do it. Togepi, the OG baby Pokemon. Ooh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. For, the, For sweet, the baby brother. The sweet baby brother. The sweet, sweet, baby brother. sweet baby brother. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, that's good. Come on, that's now. That's really good. We're I, I, think that's right just, now. I think that's I, just a I, lock I, for me. Yeah. I anticipated that. That's like his whole his whole vibe is like the baby brother. Watch, That's like, good. Griffin sees this list, and he's like, I fucking hate all of these Pokemon. Like, like Zach. <laughs> yeah, like, we, are giving, him, we are giving him a lot of, like... Don't like. like, he's just yeah. like, I hate all of these. No, to be fair, Togepi is stupid, but it can evolve all the way into Togekiss, which can be really strong, so... And also, it can learn, That's like, true. Metronome, so it knows all the moves. Metronome is so frustrating in Nuzlocke. It's so terrifying. Because it can use, like, Growl, or it can use, like, Sheer Cold and just, like, nerf you. So, yeah. that is terrifying. Yikes. So, how about we pivot away from, like, baby Pokemon for a minute? And talk about Grif- Griffin as a man. Yeah, and lean more into, I like, the it. fact that Griffin's really a sea otter. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. And I was going to bring up Dewat. Yeah. Because he kind of looks like a human version of a sea otter. You bitch. He's standing yeah. up on two feet. <laughs> I like that. Are you really going to do that to the water type specialist? I- Oh, Ashwat is like too much of a baby, I think. Like, I think we've covered the baby. It's aspect. not about that. What's it about, Chris? I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was so confident. It's not about that. I was like, do you I have just something haven't against yet, so. Dewat? <laughs> so, like, I, I if you look at that evolution line, like, I feel like those are, like, the only otter Pokemon that I can think of. And yeah. Samurott is, like, a big, like, walrus, narwhal thing on all fours. Yeah, so I was going to say, he doesn't vibe. give me otter vibes. A lot of people were and then, that he looked like that. Like, like Oshawott is, like, small and cute, and I guess, but like I said, I don't want to give him a ton of baby Pokemon. Yeah, I think, I well, in... The middle one, to me, like, he's standing up, like, on two feet. He's He looks like Griffin to me. He's got it, some it spunk does, to him. I and and I think that... Like I said, I mentioned, you know, Griffin's, like, social awkward. You know, he talks about being shy or just kind of social. But, like, I think especially on the podcast, like, he's definitely got, like, some spunk and confidence. and stuff. So it's, like, I don't think he's, like, arrogant by any means or anything. But I think, like, Dewat is a good kind of, like, mixture of those two things. Like, not the fully, you know, big jacked up version or whatever, but not the baby version. Like, that's, I think that's a really good pick. I'm, I'm definitely on board with Dewat. Yeah, I mean, like, he is an adult man. He's not actually a baby. He's just the baby brother. That's that's true. He is an adult man. I like it. I'm sorry. He's he's an adult sea otter, <laughs> cos, cosplaying as a man. God, apparently, I will say that's the first in Chris's intro. That's the first I've heard of that theory. Yeah, me too. But, but I, I like kind of vibe with. I, I kind of vibe. Maybe with that him. means it's true. That's true. Well, are we locking to what? Let's lock. I it. say so. Alrighty. I would like, can I do something? You can. Can I just do a quick recap? Oh, yeah. So 
We are at number four with DeWatt. So we've got Cramorant, Pidgey, Togepi, and DeWatt. So Chris, okay. take oh. her away. Okay, I would like to um, take a trip down into the ball pit real quick. And I would like us to challenge ourselves. Okay, and oh I would like to make this a legendary ball pit. <gasps> oh, um, okay. The reason being is that I definitely think Griffin would have a legendary on his team. Oh, 100%. To compensate for the baby brother. You know, he's going to have one of the strongest Pokemon. Right, so, an ace in the hole. Exactly. Is that okay with you guys? We can also, that, like, once we once we talk legendaries, we can also talk about other ball pit stuff, too. Of course. No, I just had yeah, a, my it. next suggestion didn't feel super good, so I was like, well, maybe I'll save it for the ball pit, but it's not a legendary. But I like this idea. But it can come out at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah still keep it. All right. All right, are we ready? So, Chris, you got to lead it. Oh, I got to go first? Oh, good. No, hold on. I'm holding on to the edge still. Oh, okay. All right. Let me. I'm oh, pulling him back up. Let me just. Yeah, I'm, saying, I'm pulling him back up like Mufasa. <laughs> Wait, I'm not that strong. Uh, okay. <laughs> Can I go? Are, are we down there yet? <laughs> is this this is I'm one just of still falling? Gonna, we need to work on these transitions, guys. <laughs> we should we should get a little like sound bite. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we need some sound. We need to work. I wonder if yeah. you can make get if it makes a specific sound in like Gen One, like red and blue, when you push a rock through a hole and it goes like. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'll figure that oh. out. <laughs> All right. Well, Chris, okay. you brought us down here, so yeah. So um, the one, so like I talked about up there, at the surface, um, <laughs> <laughs> like I think like all the legendaries are strong, right? And some are obviously just. Like Zach would say, I'm sure, like, there's some that are actually just the best stats-wise. And, like, there's a ranking to that, right? But I think Griffin would have, like, one that's kind of iconic and also strong. So I'm not going with where you probably think I'm going, but I'm going Rayquaza. um, Because it's, like, space, dragon, big, green, powerful... Looks like he'd eat you I, for breakfast. I like that, and let's let's be clear. We all thought you were going Mewtwo, right? I, <laughs> I know. Yes, we all thought. <laughs> yep. But I, I like that. It. I like Rayquaza as a as a kind of fresh take on it because I think he was widely popular. I think everyone yeah. likes him to some degree. He's got a really cool shiny. It, it, he has a cool storyline. When you think about it, a lot of legendaries don't get great storylines, but he has actually kind of a cool storyline with Kyogre and Groudon. Um, I like it. I like it. Since it's the ball pit, I'm going to throw out Melmetal. The kind of newer Pokemon Go, big, bulky boy. I don't know yeah. why. Okay. I have no reason to present to the jury. Okay. Nick, do you have any legendaries? Um, I was going to maybe throw out Cresselia. Because, okay. I like one, it just kind of gives me Griffin vibes for some reason. And also, it's the lunar Pokemon. Or like the moon Pokemon or something. Um, and I believe in the first uh, season of his one of his other podcasts, The Adventure Zone, they like have this like moon mission or like their characters like go to the moon or, or I don't know. It's been like years, like a while since I listened to it, but or at least like space. I thought it was the moon. I don't know. It says lunar. You're right. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. You do. Not- I'm just looking at a picture of the legendary Pokemon, and that was the one that kind of jumped at me. Okay, so so far we've got Rayquaza, is Melmetal, am I saying that mm-hmm. correctly? And then Cresselia. 
So for my legendary ball pit, I am going to suggest this with 100% full sincerity, Buzzwool. Because I think... <laughs> oh, God, here we go. <laughs> because I think he would be the most shocking. Because, like, again, I'm thinking of this of, like, Griffin as a person. And, like, so if you think about Griffin, he's funny, he's charming, like, he's, like I said, shy and those kind of things. But overall, like, a very, like average i would say type person like he's not crazy jacked or he's not like i don't know like super arrogant funny whatever you know it's just like he's very relatable and i i say average in the most loving way like he's very down to earth so i think if you're trying to pokemon battle someone and you're going up against like the gym leader you know all of their pokemon are exactly like them so like water type whatever type specific and not every trainer is like that, but I'm, I'm saying if we're assigning a team to someone and we're doing it kind of based off of Pokemon we think would be on their team or would be relatable to them, I think Buzzwool would be the most shocking because it doesn't directly relate to what he looks like, but he knows that having a Buzzwool on his team would make him a great trainer. And that is my plea to the jurors today. Thank you. Wow, that was beautiful. It was. I still don't really like it though. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, I don't because because here's the thing. There's like not a reason why Buzzsaw is that one and not like right. any of the other. Like yeah, so like much. even if you're talking Ultra Beast, what about Guzzlord? He's like this giant like you know monster. And if you Hold go on. with the Vor thing, <laughs> Hold on, yeah. I maybe think we if we do that, we well, can kick Cramer off the team and have less birds. Again, since we're in the ball pit, let me throw another hey, one. Hey, hold uh, up! I didn't. Yeah, I didn't suggest a Pokemon to have it not be on the team, and then also to get my other one on the team kicked off. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be careful with your words sometimes. Okay, another right, ball pit one. I'm throwing it out there. Pits, rapid yeah. fire, Keldeo. I know we're going with the baby theme still, but he's like the little baby of the three musketeer style Pokemon. So, and he's also pretty badass. He's fighting in water, which is kind of cool. He's a horse, which is apparently one of Griffin's best friends. Ooh, that's true. Yeah. The horse thing. Yeah, we haven't really touched what? on that much. Horses and ghosts. That's like a big part of their podcast. Okay. Uh, I will I, sorry. I, sorry. I had to look up Keldeo. I will rescind Melmetal and put Keldeo in the ball pit instead. Keldeo's pretty good. Yeah, I think I like Keldeo. Yeah, what about form, Zach? I thought about that for about a second. Um, Let me look up the forms again. I know I need to see what they look up again. It just basically makes him a unicorn. Zach, Uh, I'm gonna defer to your. I'm gonna defer to your Pokemon knowledge on this, but wasn't there like a horse in the Crown Tundra expansion thing? Yeah, Calrix. yeah, was that a Calyrex is too, or though. was there? Well, you know Spectrier and Glastrier? Glastrier? I never no, played Glastrier. Glastrier, yeah. Glastrier is the ice horse, but... and Spectrier is the ghost horse. So Spectrier could be a really good suggestion. He's a ghost. That's where I was horse. going. I was going for like a ghost horse. Is, is there Spectrier? Really got to be it. It is legendary. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Ooh, I think I like that better than Caldeo. That's what I. That's what I was going for. So Zach can get the credit since I didn't know the name, but. I was I was picturing the white horse, but I was no, thinking it was ghost. Type. I'm okay with you getting credit for that. For some you reason. know what you're talking about. You just didn't know. It's yeah, that's fine. But yeah, because then I wouldn't get credit. It's for not a Framorant. Yeah. Is it a legendary yeah. or not? Yeah. 
That's I, the I, I really like that. Yeah, I guess maybe regardless if it's legendary or not. I think we should put it on the team for sure. Yeah, I mean, how many options do you have for a ghost horse? Ghost horse. Yeah, that's good. I'm down. It does make me sad to leave. Wait, but before we leave the ball pit, pit though, Zach, do you want to say your other one? Oh, yeah. Or do you want to say it for it's out of the legendary? ball pit? Zach, do you want to say your other one that you had in the ball pit or not? Oh, the non-legendary one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah throw I, her out. I guess it's we can, like, it cannot be ball pit, I guess. But I just don't know if it's that strong of a suggestion. But I was thinking just in relationship to him uh, looking in Texas, Tauros, as kind of a somewhat Texas-adjacent, you know, bull Pokemon. But Hate it. But that says more about I hate Texas rather than. Yeah, not gonna lie, I like thought of it because of the Texas thing, but I don't also kind of want to like associate your like just the state of Texas. But that's where he lives. But it's not where he's yeah. I think, I think, but I think okay, we're we're kind of getting into more of a like political conversation of like the current people making decisions about like how. The state of Texas is governed. Yeah, okay, like, okay. What does I that have anything in... to do with balls? Right, like, got to pull us out of this ball pit, and it's not going to be me. Right, that's what I'm saying. Though, is like I live in Michigan, and there's things that happen in Michigan that I like disagree with. But like, yeah, if you're associating something about the state I live in, like I think Tauros is good, but I don't know. Like, I think we should maybe kind of yeah. Hold on, we need to crawl out of the ball pit first, don't we? And wait. Did we Maybe ever we officially lock a legendary? Did we lock Spec Spectre yeah. as the legendary so. though? Like oh, yeah. was there a debate about if it's legendary or not? Okay. There's certainly more debate about Buzz will be in a legendary than Fuck there will off. be Spectrier. Spectrier. And I'm gonna give myself credit for that one because I had to try to spell it. <laughs> I love that. You're you're like the last person who would get Okay, and it that's... would either be Zach or me. Well, I or put me because I started it. Wait, oh, yeah. yeah. So who's getting credit? Should I do a three-way tie? No, I've just all I did was start a legendary ball pit. I didn't do anything. Zach brought up Keldeo. Nick brought up Ghost Horse. So Nick, oh, yeah, Nick gets Nick gets credit. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but to and be fair, I brought up Glastrier, and I did not on... remember that there was a second. Uh, I everyone horse. grab my mullet. We're climbing out of the ball pit now. <laughs> I don't know how to make a sound effect of grabbing a mullet. I'm sorry. It's I'm like, out. Yeehaw. I made it. Thank you, Anthony. All right. So All right, we're back. We're back to this. We have a couple on the table. Zach, you just brought up Tauros, which I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna side with you on that one. I actually like Tauros for further than just the Texas reason. I like it as like a like strong rare Gen One type Pokemon that somebody. Because you can only get them in red and blue in the Safari Zone in, like, one patch of grass or whatever. And I feel like Griffin would be the type of person to know where that legendary is or, you know, that that rare Pokemon is and would go and get them on their team. So I like Tauros a lot. Um, I have a counter. But, yeah, I was just saying, let's, I'm open to other suggestions, too. I have a counter, and Griffin and all of his other brothers are from huntington west virginia deep in the heart of coal mining country so colossal oh i will admit that that's i was struggling to come up with a west virginia that's why i went toros because i it was a it was an easier pick i feel like for 
Okay, coal lapels. I would also argue that like none of them are like coal miners though. So yeah, see that's but it's again it's just it, again it's none just of them like a, are, um bull ranchers. Well, also sure. well that's what I'm saying though. Like it it's still just like a geographic thing. It's not well, then should we do Rotom? I, I because as a counter to what about Toros. well then oh, I the will other okay. geographical suggestion. Well, then I will counter Rotom. Because Rotom is a Pokedex and a radio in whatever generation. So, like, their dad was a radio host. And so, I'm going to say Rotom. Like, we could go all day about this. I, I'm i just saying, They're like, tertiary, though. It's all tertiary. It's all tertiary, baby. If I could bring it back to, like, a little bit less of a tertiary. Please. Okay. Let's hear. Realm. Griffin is also known for, like, his, like love for music and like he goes to like music festivals like pre-covid obviously and like always talks about like the new summer bops and things so i was uh thinking of chatat because it's like a music bird pokemon good birds i suppose there's also like meloetta for music but that's also a legend or uh, like the guitar or uh rillaboom for the drums i mean there's a lot from gen 8 i feel like that we're uh yeah, or Obstagoon is based off of the lead singer of Kiss, Gene Simmons. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> I don't Gene know why it's also known as the Demon. <laughs> Chitat was just the one that like stuck out to me for yeah. when I like was looking up music Pokemon. He like has a music I... note for a like head. I don't, I don't know. know why I don't. I don't like any of those. The music one, like I can't put my finger on it. But I guess I don't think of Griffin as much as I do about like being a music lover into music, but I don't know. Maybe Have you listen to the show. Anthony just thinks of him as a regular lover. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have? Dude, pr- I table, promise Anthony? you, I promise oh, you. Fuck it, I, know, I haven't been keeping track. Um, oh. Applin, Tauros, uh, uh, Probopass, Lickitung, Snorlax, uh, Colossal. We got a big table. Nick, I think, had like six other bird ones that I forgot. Yeah, probably. Well, I, I feel like this. none of well, these are sparking joy for us. Like we haven't all gone like yes for like someone. So I think I'd, we need to keep thinking. I'd like to spend a little bit more time on Chatat. <laughs> I I will I will no, I'm done with Chatat. Yikes! I'll take any other music one. You're not putting three. I want to talk about the ability Big Packs right now. (laughs) Big Packs. Big Packs. Okay, so anyone else got one to throw out then? Uh, Blastoise? No. And now I'm just like, here we go. Here we go. This is like the top. Here's what we're gonna do. This is like a. It's like a. We could always like a getting to know you exercise. I'm just gonna <laughs> rattle off the first five Pokemon I can think of off the top of my head. Ready? Blastoise, Hitmonchan, no, no. Mega Punch, no. Pikachu, no. Talon Flame. <laughs> also, no. We. I mean, we def. We technically I have try. a couple on the table still. We could always go back to if we're uh, if the wells running dry. I, I feel like for some reason we're like this close to just nixing everybody on the table. Am I am I the only one feeling that way? No, no. I, I, I'm just still kind of vibing. I'm still kind of vibing with Applin a little bit for some. Reason. I just I like Applin, but at the same time, it feels like it comes from so specific of a bit. 
Yeah. That's yeah, true. that's fair. It's like one specific. I don't know why, but Lickitung is, is the one that's I'm I'm hesitant to get rid of. I think I brought it, so that's kind of. Conceded. I don't think we ever put that one on the table. Yeah, Zach tried to, and I I wanted. To oh, maybe it was just my own mind thinking he was. On yeah. You definitely <laughs> said mind. it. You definitely said there it. wasn't quite enough room on the table for <laughs> for that big boy. Could I suggest another one? Yeah, I think absolutely. I I think I might be onto something here. So just hear me out. What about Dragonite? He's not. I thought of him technically too. I don't know So here's my thinking. He's not technically a legendary. So I feel like you know going to the rule book, we can allow this, even though we have uh-huh. Spectrier on the team. And I, I think, again, similar to my my uh, approval of Tauros or what you know, my my backing of it, it's a rare Pokemon that Griffin would know how to get, but is very powerful and worthwhile to put the time in to get. And I think Griffin's the type of person that would do that. And I think in the anime, the mo- I think it was like the Mewtwo movie, like the first one, Pokemon Two Thousand or whatever. There, he's showcased as like a gentle giant. So like, mm-hmm. I like a lot of that in terms of like the way Griffin presents himself. So like humble and like caring, but also you know being powerful and those different types of things. So I I like those couple things. What do you also, think? Anthony, you did a fantastic job of voicing why I also like it that I couldn't do. So I'm with you. I will also add that in that same film, Dragonite is also portrayed as a male carrier, and Griffin is, as we all know, a known male person. So, yeah, that yeah. It also looks like what? socially. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know. It just I remembered Griff or well, uh, Dragonite holding a mail bag and delivering that's the letters. True, but you know what, Griffin always. I don't think he is Griffin the like ever... he's the advocate for the or what used to be the yahoo messengers who would like go into the shit to get the yahoo answers and he now does that with like the the wikipedia whatever since yahoo's dead so yeah he was like the the messenger the deliverer oh, sorry. the deliverer of yahoo answers right i'm I like liking it. this y'all that's it that's got to be it I know that's with... kind of like a really, a really specific cut from one Dragonite in one movie. <laughs> yeah, he had a bag. I'm, like I'm glad someone could help me bring that around because I was just trying to make a joke and say hey. Griffin used to be a mailman, and I, he, I, to my knowledge, he has never delivered mail as a career. Wow. Well, now we're gonna get shit on because he was definitely a mail carrier from the years 2007 to 2009. Hey, I mean, I don't know. Hey, I don't know the guy. I like the team we've built for him because an electric type can totally body half his team. Amen. <laughs> why? Why do you like it for that? Reason? Because because now I'm the feeling rivals. like he's challenge Griffin to a Pokemon battle. Oh, so I if this it. is his team, he's bringing. <laughs> well, yeah, but to re- if you make the team for him, he's got to make your team. Oh, make that's true. Man. So Griffin, you've got to get to know pipes. me, man. <laughs> Well, to recap then, we, as the hosts of We Choose You, have have decided that Griffin's team is Cramorant, Pidgey, Togepi, Dewat, Spectrier, and Dragonite. Um, so now we need to pick an ace for Mr. McElroy. Is anyone driving? You like Dewat? I kind of... Uh, Dewat. I could see that. It feels a little too on the nose to me. Pidgey was kind of kind of. That's I'm I'm with Pidgey as well. 
Yeah, not, and I'm sorry to throw back to an earlier episode, but to me, DeWatt as Griffin's ace is kind of like uh, Mr. Clean's ace being, was it Landorus? Like, it's almost too, yeah, like Chris right, said, too on the nose. Like, and in the same vein as that, we gave Mr. Clean a small, cute, like, Swablu as his ace. Or Minchino. Uh, Min- Minchino. Minchino. Yeah. And I kind of am vibing with Togepi. Togepi was next for me. Okay. I gotta be honest with you guys. No, Pidgey right is there. like my last favorite. I got you guys. Togepi yeah, I think perfect. that's like a little too meta. I can, I can like, jump on the Togepi train there. I just can picture like Griffin holding up a Togepi and like smiling at the camera. They're yeah. twins. As like his <laughs> They're ace. sweet, sweet baby brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I well, I like it too. Let's let's go with Togepi as the ace. So that'll that'll do it for uh, Griffin McElroy. Uh, Chris, would you like to take it away with some housekeeping? Yes, thanks. Um, again, as always, thank you all for listening and share it with your friends. Don't wait until episode 100. Be here now. Struggle through this with us. <laughs> <laughs> That way we know who the real friends it's are. Spam send this to Griffin McElroy because you know I was going to say well, most we importantly, are gonna, we are going to tag episode twenty one. This episode with Griffin McElroy, we are going to spam tag him in anything we post on any social media. It'd be so cool for him. Notice to Notice a senpai, even just like the tweet or like the Instagram post or whatever it is that it happened. Like that would be so sick. Um, so yeah, you can follow us on. Um, Twitter and Instagram at We Choose You Pod. You can follow us on TikTok at We Choose You Pod one five one. Right, Nick? Is that the correct yes name? Yeah. Uh, that's our new TikTok, and it's popping off. So you guys want to get in there early on the ground floor. Um, we're taking investors as well, so just DM <laughs> our TikTok if you're interested in investing um, and helping us maybe sound a little bit better. Um, please, please. Our recurring sponsor. We're really close to taking some Instagram sponsorships. So, um, but yeah, uh, a shout out to Blitzit and Glitchek City for the use of their music in our intro and outro. Um, to all of you guys again for listening, we do appreciate it. Um, share it with your friends. Leave us a review. Email us at we choose you pod at gmail.com if you have any feedback. Um, we'd love to know your thoughts on the, this episode or any episode. Um, and a lot of times we talk about it on the show. So yeah, that's all I got. All right. I'd also just throw in, if you haven't listened to my brother, my brother and me, you should probably go listen to that. No. Hey, wait, 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 We yeah. love Griffin McElroy, but don't, don't plug their podcast no, on our I'm, podcast. I will not plug theirs that. until they plug ours. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, if they take us to the, I was going to say free, we're then yeah. maybe. I was going to like put the caveat that we're not in any way affiliated with them or their network. but I've... You know what? I have a better yeah, idea. Just yes, trying to help them out. Let's sponsor them this episode, and we'll send them a bill. Like, this is <gasps> what you owe us. <laughs> That's a power move. This is what you owe us for sponsor- for our 12 love, listeners. We, we told them to go to you. So I love that so much. <laughs> But anyways, as always, use promo code we choose you at, <laughs> at mbmbam.com. I love it. All well, right. as always, I am your bug and fighting type specialist Anthony. I'm your water type specialist Chris. I'm your dark type specialist Nick. And I'm your fire type specialist Zach. And this is your 
bi-weekly reminder, don't go into the tall grass alone. Smell you later.